Season 5, Episode 4, An Honest Mistake. Welcome back to Breakthrough, Waking Up to the Real You. I am your host, Alejandro Vivanco. Thank you for joining me today. It's the end of the month, and I, I am writing this a year prior to its release, and I have a great topic to bring to you today, which is still manifesting in my life right now, which is a bit sad, but I take it at this point for what it is. I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and they asked me how I was able to manage my toxic childhood while staying on a straight narrow, so to speak. I have cousins that have gone left really quick, and they have come from that environment that pushes and tolerates abuse. Some of them have turned to alcohol, or they are in jail. But my story is different. I completed my bachelor's degree in a university that at the time had a lot of prestige and was hard to get into. Furthermore, my father and aunt had already finished their studies there, so there was that need for us, my brother and I, to get accepted into that college so that the family could brag about it. You know how it goes. After that, I quickly moved to Los Angeles because... I got accepted at a film academy there. I obtained my master's degree. Something no one in my family thought I would do. Of course, my efforts and achievements were never acknowledged because I was in the communication and performing arts field and not in in the engineering or law field. Even though, in order to get accepted to college, you had to know everything of everything because there was a mandatory rule of two years of general studies before going to faculty, but I digress. One might think, wow, that's amazing, a woman, the first of the granddaughters, goes to college, finishes her studies there, and then goes to LA and finishes her master's degree, moves to Chicago, all by herself, by the way, and begins her career as an actress after all That's what she studied. Yeah, not so much. Now, in my 30s, I realized that not only were my efforts and achievements dismissed and never congratulated or recognized, but they didn't matter to them even though the pressure for me to go to college and do what they wanted me to do without making mistakes at all times was there, present, alive, and kicking. Trust me. Making one mistake would have been the end of me. Every time I made a minor one, I was met with force, physical force, and then everyone would criticize me and talk shit about me. The finger-pointed family loved, unconsciously, a fallen soldier because it did give them something to talk about. And what better than a young woman who couldn't lose weight and didn't choose the career they wanted or needed me to choose? They were in the business of controlling my life always. So much that my grandmother would talk to my brother and ask him to talk to me and make me change careers because acting was a no-go. I was working tirelessly without compromising my whole being, for the most part, to be accepted or feel accepted in the family. That's my cat, if you can listen to her. Yep, that's her. I was not able to turn to addictions that would pull me out of my career path because of fear of the consequences of my actions, but mostly because I didn't want to fail them. 
I knew the pressure was on and I had to do what I, what I was asked to do. I knew that what stood between me and my freedom was a degree. And I thought that what stood between their love for me and me was a degree. I had to find a balance between giving up my life completely and having some control over it while appeasing the masses. But interestingly enough, I was never told how good I was or how proud anyone was. There was absolutely no positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcements are important in our lives. Even dogs, when they are trained, they are given positive reinforcements when they do what they are told. So some dogs are and have been treated better than me. I was programmed into never celebrating my achievements and always staying in this doomsday mindset where anything could go wrong any minute now. So joy was always out of the question. I wonder if my family now understand why I was never able to get in touch with a little bit of joy and was always angry and resentful. But either way, this programming of you are never going to be enough, you are never going to be perfect, you're always less than, and you should overwork yourself to death to feel worthy of something stayed with me for a long time. To some extent, it gave me the discipline I needed to keep going. But there was a price to pay, and it was that I felt deep down that I was never going to be worthy of anything, and it didn't matter how much I did or didn't do, I was never going to be enough. Of course, this is no one's fault. This is just my experience. But the fact that there was so much negativity and absolutely no positive reinforcement makes me think at times, how the hell did I survive? I did everything I was asked to do to a T, the only one in the family, I might add, and still it was never enough. Therefore, I convinced myself that I was not enough. I was not congratulated when I got accepted to college they all wanted me to be in. My father was pissed. I was not congratulated when I was accepted to my master's abroad. Again, my father was pissed. These few memories that one might think are positive are always surrounded by doom and gloom. Someone was always upset. Everyone wanted me to deliver, and when I did... I was still met with negativity. There was not a single moment where I felt I could take a breath and pause and say, thank God I did it. Let me just take a break. None. Zero. This military-style management of time and life will drain you. I think that the formula that made me never leave the path I was told I needed to follow was to always be told I was awful and was never going to amount to anything while being asked to be great and to do great things because that was my responsibility as a member of the family. All of this came from the top. My paternal grandparents, of course, they ran the show. You might think that someone who's always doing the right thing would be told some encouraging words, but that didn't happen. There was always something more to do. The job was never done. If you are in this situation, I feel you. That is why beginning a journey of healing and making my own decisions makes sense at this time because I have been so busy running around while my family projected their own insecurities onto me that I didn't have time to process the important things like, well, like everything I have shared with you thus far. Is it their fault? No. Is it my fault? No. 
but it's my responsibility to do what is needed to become aware of this and create change that will support every decision I want to make. This will help me evolve as a human being. I know now that the expectation was to be perfect and there was absolutely no wiggle room for failure. Hence why whenever I made a mistake, I would get physically, mentally, and emotionally punished. Even though, you and I know, that failure is a part of life and it is a matter of time before someone makes a mistake or doesn't get what they want and that's okay. But being taught to feel shame and blame myself constantly for not controlling the world while being perfect, it's safe to say it is a bit unrealistic, wouldn't you say? So at this level of programming, there is work that needs to be done. We perpetuate what we're taught. That's something I have discussed before. I never felt comfortable celebrating my achievements because I was already thinking about the next thing. Nothing in life could go wrong regarding my career. Everything had to go right, whatever that meant. But we know that it's not possible for things to go the way we want them to go. Things happen, and it's up to us and our ability to face the struggle that makes us a stronger and more equipped person that can deal with the world in front of them. We must deprogram ourselves, and we must reprogram ourselves, and the only way to do so is by healing. There is no way around it. If not, we will blindly perpetuate what was done to us, the kindness we were not shown, The love, the compassion we needed won't be something we will tap into because we didn't cultivate it in our younger years. I've always had the expectation of being perfect without understanding what that meant. Nothing made me feel joy anymore. I was always afraid of the negative. I was always defensive of what may happen. Even after shooting a commercial, I would go back to questioning myself for not having another one lined up. Remember, I had to always keep going. There was no time to stop or rest. We have been programmed into believing that our value is what we do, not who we are. We have been told that we're not enough and that the only way to be enough is by acquiring things and doing stuff. By being and fulfilling a subjective idea, we may feel accepted. By accomplishing or owning, we may find our value. So we blindly go out and do all the things we were told, and we still find a sense of emptiness and a lack of purpose because we were working with what didn't resonate with us. Of course, we didn't know better, but now we can choose differently. After investing my time and energy on working on myself, I have found that I am neutral when it comes to a lot of things regarding the material realm. There is no emotional attachment to buying things, needing things. As a matter of fact, I'm finding myself getting rid of more because I just want to have less overall. I want to be responsible for the minimal required so that I am able to breathe and not feel like I did for most of my life, pressured and in pain. But even me stating that my life like this is coming towards the balance I think works for me is not enough. Be aware that there will always be someone who will find a way to try and push their agenda on you to do more. So if you have people like that in your life, know that they're just projecting. That's all. 
they think they have it all figured out and if you were to just to have a family or buy a home or a couple cars then that would be the cherry on top even though none of these people would pay or be responsible for any of these requests yet they feel the need to tell you what they want you to do like a toddler people do not care about you as you may think they just want to fulfill their emotional needs through you that's all some bring kids into the world to use this, use them as a vessel for their needs or wants. So do not feel the pressure to do something you were suggested to do or asked to do. It's up to you to make that decision. After all, you are the one who has to be responsible for everything you do and bring into your life. There is no blaming mommy, daddy, or grandpa for any decision you have made. You have to own it like a grown-up. Do not perpetuate the victim mentality. You have agency in your life in case, in case no one told you, you do. If you do something because you felt someone pressured you to study a specific career or marry someone, it is your decision in the end. Even though they may have had some influence in you, you allowed them to. It's funny how the world works. Now, after beginning my healing journey and not needing that positive reinforcement, it shows up in my life by the same people that when I needed it was not there. So, you see, to me, it doesn't mean anything. Therefore, I keep making decisions that align with my wants and needs without asking or being a beggar of love and acceptance. Being congratulated or not has no impact in my life because no matter what I do, where I live, what I acquire, I know I'm worthy. I know my value as a spiritual being having a human experience. I know that wherever I am, I matter regardless of how others may feel. Because the most important opinion I need to listen to is the opinion I have of myself. The only person I listen to when it comes to love and compassion is myself because I have that for me. I align with my soul, not with my pockets or titles. My identity is not attached to an old-school programming that says that I must check all the boxes before leaving this planet. I just am. And I just live. And I want to flow to the best of my ability. It is a back and forth with my old self at times. But it's not about getting rid of the old version because it has some good qualities. It is about choosing not to listen to it. Just because it exists, it doesn't mean we have to give it a voice at all times. People want you to care about the things they care about. They never sit and ask you about the things you care the most. They want to impose and push what they believe in, what they think life is all about, and what you should do at all times. That is why I say at times, trust me, nobody cares. As in nobody truly cares. It's all about them and their ideas and not you. So once I understood that no one cares, I was able to be free because then I could only care about myself and what was right for me. I was able to set myself free from the chains of people-pleasing and constant achieving. I was able to understand that they were not in it for the love of me, but for what they could take from me. It was always about them, never about me. The problem was that I believed it was about me, and that was an honest mistake. Thank you for listening. I hope this has helped you some way. Keep the conversation going. Remember, no blaming, no shaming. It is what it is. 
I do not believe in focusing on just the intentions. I look at the whole picture. Most of the people in my life had good intentions and look at how things turned out. Now that I'm not looking to achieve, life is so freeing and beautiful. Can you imagine being created, being a part of the creation and reducing yourself to a role? Couldn't be me, but it was. Therefore, I extend the conversation to you because it's important to understand that our life is ours, not theirs. Do, not do, it's up to you. Just make sure that their programming is not alive and well situated in your psyche. Let those thoughts go and have your own. I worked my whole life just to be loved and I failed because even though I did everything right, I was still left out in the cold. So don't do that to yourself. Love is unconditional by definition. If you need to do or say or be something for someone to accept or love you, then that's, that's your sign. That red flag means that they just want something from you. They don't care about you. And you know what? That's okay. Life tells us in many ways who should stay in our lives because they have our best interests and who should go. Listen, life is wise. And with that, I say till next time. Bye.